Rental property owners, you face a huge enemy today, the federal government, which delights in creating new rules, regulations, and rulings that take power from property owners like you and me and redistributes that power to tenants, housing advocates, and of course, to the government itself. How do you shield yourself from this onslaught against your rights as a property owner? I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you right now in episode number 206. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you, where you learn in bite-sized chunks every single day how to find, understand, and profit from exceptional investments. My friends, here in America, a prevailing attitude that's been taught by our public education system and reinforced by the media to a very large group of Americans I unapologetically call the oblivious lowbrows. These are the people who have practically zero worthwhile knowledge, skills, or experience, even though many of them have some or even a lot of formal education. What these people have been programmed to believe is that the true evildoers of the world are those awful rich people whose gain is undoubtedly ill-gotten and achieved on the backs of the working man. These folks, the oblivious lowbrows, they are convinced that those rich people should be punished and that property and wealth should rightfully be owned by society rather than those conniving, manipulative rich people. The result? An explosion in rules, regulations, and rulings that virtually never favor property owners like you and me. A good way to know that you're dealing with a rule, regulation, or ruling that doesn't favor you as a property owner is this. Does the word fair appear in the name? You can always bet that the word fair in a law means that the government is shifting the balance of power away from those they call the rich and towards the millions of oblivious lowbrows in our society. Now, you might think this doesn't apply to you since you don't see yourself as rich, but whose perspective determines the definition of the word rich? Again, it's the oblivious lowbrows. Take, as an example of this group, a woman named Jane. Jane doesn't have a job, but she's not really unemployed in a conventional sense. She's got income and her basic needs are provided for. She's compensated by the government to do absolutely nothing. Most or all of Jane's housing, food, and medical care are paid for by the feds. The same for her children. In fact, the more children Jane has, the more she's paid by the government. And Jane knows how to work the system, too, because she's a product of it. She knows she's eligible for even more stipends and pay from the government if her children fail to reach a certain standard of academic or intellectual performance, and thus, she's unmotivated to emphasize education because it certainly wasn't emphasized to her. Jane is unmotivated to change anything about her life because she doesn't know there are more options and because her basic needs are being provided without her doing anything whatsoever. Why did I take so much time describing Jane to you? Jane's relevant to you as a rental property owner because the rules, regulations, and rulings I mentioned at the top of the show are written to motivate Jane and people like her to vote for the politicians who support those programs that support Jane. The educational system, the media, and Hollywood are all willing accomplices in this process, feeding Jane and her ilk an incessant flow of propaganda that the problem is not Jane, it's not her unwillingness to work, and it's not that she and tens of millions of others like her are happy to subsist simply by sucking at the tit of the government. Know what Jane is taught and is happy to believe? is that the problem is the rich people who took all of her money. Yep, Jane believes that the money should be hers and that it was somehow taken from her. She really believes it. And it's from Jane's perspective that the word rich is defined. You see, to me and you, rich means Bill Gates. It means Warren Buffett. It means Donald Trump, Mark Cuban, Elon Musk. But to Jane, rich means the person living in the other side of town in the nice neighborhood. And you know what? That's you. 
You are the dirty, stinking, rotten, filthy, conniving, rich person that Jane despises, even though you don't know it. And you are the target of every law that has the word fair in it. You are who Jane perceives as having gotten what you have by taking advantage of others. And Jane believes this wholeheartedly. My friends, are you aware of this? My description to you just now is harsh, but dead on accurate. And if you don't believe me, here's how to prove it. Go into that part of town that you don't normally frequent and just ask a few random people how the rich people got their money. Then ask them this question. This is important. Where do the rich people live around here? It's very, very likely that they'll describe your side of town. In today's society, you are the rich person that's being targeted. So what do you do to protect yourself from the fact that your preferred method of wealth building, real estate ownership, is one of the primary things that's under attack by Uncle Sam? Well, I have three simple suggestions for you. First, make sure that your property management company is legally savvy and that they make a concerted effort to stay abreast of the changing legal environment for property owners. Too many landlords, too many property management companies don't do this at all. Second, for those of you who buy turnkey rental properties, respect your own capital enough to only work with companies that take an active interest in helping you stay up to date on developments that are profoundly relevant to you as a property owner. Two great examples of what I mean are episodes number 90 and 205 of this show, where a year ago in episode 90, I gave you a notice and a prediction about the disparate impact ruling from the Supreme Court. And then a year later, in yesterday's episode number 205, I showed you how my prediction is coming true almost to the letter. So if your turnkey rental property provider isn't taking an active interest in how your properties are affected by changing law, then you've got to question whether their motivation runs any deeper than just selling you a house. And my third and final suggestion, this November, vote with your brain, not with your emotions. Good Lord, people, when you were 20 years old, it was fine to vote for the candidate that made you feel warm and fuzzy and idealistic, but now you're an adult with responsibility. Don't give away your vote just because that's how you were brought up or because that's how people in your area vote or even because that's how people of your ethnicity vote. Vote based on your interests. And remember, when t politicians talk about taxing the rich and making new rules and regulations to benefit the common man, they're not talking about you and they're not talking about the common man as you and I know him. They're talking about Jane. They're talking about the oblivious lowbrows who are wholly dependent on the government. They're talking about making our country a subsistence society, and that's completely, completely opposite your interests. It's completely opposite what's necessary to make America great again. I said I had only three suggestions, but I've got a bonus suggestion for you as well. Here it is. Consider diversifying your next real estate capital deployment away from property ownership and into something that's a bit easier, more predictable, and dare I say, smarter than outright property ownership. I'll tell you more about that in episode number 207 tomorrow. And until then, my friends, remember this, invest wisely today and live well forever.